My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to Travel and Cruise Industry News on this, the 25th day of February, 2022. Busy day ahead today. Got a whole bunch of stuff to cover this morning, folks. Before we get started on that, though, today's National Clam Chowder Day. That's one of my favorites of the year. I'm a big clam chowder fan both Manhattan and New England. Doesn't matter if it's the red base or the cream base. I like them both. So going to have to talk with the family when I see them today about how can we get some clam chowder here in Lynchburg, Virginia area today. So cruise ship sailing today from North America ports. Baltimore's got Enchantment of the Seas getting underway. Port Canaveral, Independence of the Seas, Carnival Liberty, and Disney Dream. West Palm Beach, the Grand Classica. Down in Fort Lauderdale, Silver Spirit, Vision of the Seas, Celebrity Silhouette, Norwegian Sky. Down in Miami, Freedom of the Seas, Carnival Conquest, Tampa, Celebrity Constellation. Out in Los Angeles, the Carnival Radiance, that's at Long Beach. And up in San Francisco, the Ruby Princess, of course, uh, Kenneth and Robin uh, get, actually, they're not off yet, but get off shortly in San Francisco. We've got a ton of news this morning, folks, which I will get to after we talk a little bit about uh, some of the things that I do behind the scenes. Headlines for today, cruise lines react to the Ukraine situation, kill laid for Explorer 1, what do Greece, Egypt, Australia, Dubai, and Singapore have in common, a section of the fourth virgin ship is floated out, Norwegian changes vaccination and masking policies, Aida Cosma joins the Aida fleet, Mindshift One cruise canceled. International Airline Group narrows losses. And a whole lot more live here at 11 a.m. If you're listening via the podcast, you can always access the podcast via my blog, which is accessadventure.net, or wherever you listen to your or get your podcast from. From all the usual places, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Spotify, Pandora, Stitcher, all those. Just search for Travel and Cruise Industry News and the old fat travel guy will come up. Uh, see, we've got, we've got a nice crowd in the um, chat room already, including our friend Jack from Conroe, Texas. Jack, I'm going to talk about you a little this morning. 
actually, I'm not going to talk about Jack, but uh, Jack and I just share uh, comments back and forth a lot. And uh, of course, I checked to see how his cruise was going. He's on Adventure of the Seas, which I will be on uh, next month. Uh, and uh, he sent back, he had some minor problems, w w which were easily taken care of by uh, customer service. So those kind of things, yeah, those uh, minor problems can happen on any cruise. And as long as they're adequately taken care of, then I don't worry too much about, uh, you know, because we can all run into issues uh, as Jack did. But he did mention one thing that set off alarm bells in my pea brain. Uh, he said that at the cruise terminal, he had to walk inside to get a wheelchair. He had to stop and rest several times to do this. He said the getting on the ship went smoothly, had the best night's rest he's had in months, uh, and guest services have been really helpful with resolving all of the other issues. Now, the reason that that set off kind of warning bells for me is I had the same issue when I got on Freedom of the Seas in Miami. You know, it's been a month ago now. Only I wrote it off at the time to the fact that I was two hours early from my appointment and they weren't ready for people yet. They hadn't finished disembarking the people from the day before. And so I had to sit outside and wait for a good bit of time and then had to walk inside, which I had my walker. So it wasn't the end of the world for me. Of course, we all know now the, the issues that I had with MSC on that and the result that in fact, they ended up changing their policy. So, I hadn't really thought again about the, the situation with freedom of the seas until Jack said that he had to walk. So I put it together an email and I sent it to uh, Ron Pettit, who is the um, director of accessibility issues for all of Royal Caribbean. I have uh, chatted with Ron several times trying to get him scheduled actually to appear on this show because of his level with Royal Caribbean uh, to appear in public uh, in public forum as this is media forum. I mean, he has to have all that approved on way up the line. So he's working on that and has not been able to schedule an interview yet, but is working on it. So I put together a little email with Jack's issue uh, and, and mine that I had on freedom. And I emailed it to him. I heard back from him in probably less than two minutes. He wanted more details about both issues, uh, which I sent him, you know, the ship that Jack's on, what day did he sail, which I knew. So I was able to, without well, I didn't have to contact Jack, I had that issue. Then my dates, the ship I was on, um, the only thing that I didn't know, and this is uh, was a weakness on my part, I did not have the person or persons that I talked to about this. Um, and I'm sure Jack didn't either. So I wasn't able to give him that part of the detail. Probably 10 or 15 minutes later, I had another email back from him thanking me for the information. This was perfect, and he will work on it. However, he let me know that it is Royal Caribbean's policy for any mobility-challenged person to get wheelchair service from the curb, not from inside the building. So now we have two issues that in two different ports where two of us that are mobility challenged, not completely handicapped, but mobility challenged, 
were forced, if you want to call it that, to walk. Um, at our peril, so to speak. Interestingly enough, is that the main man, and he's working on the issues on down the line, is telling me, look, that's we went against our policy here in both cases. It points out one thing to those of you out there in the audience that are mobility challenged. If you run into a situation like this, where they're trying to make you walk inside to get a wheelchair, point it out to them. This is Royal Caribbean's policy. According to the Director of Accessibility Issues, that you provide curbside service, go get a wheelchair, and you can wheel me inside and on into the, onto the ship. The other thing from this, folks, if you're in that situation, make sure to get names of people that are saying this. It's the only way we're going to get it corrected, get it fixed for all of us. So uh, I appreciate the fact that Ron is working on this. I look forward to the day that he comes on. I have no issues whatsoever with him because of his unbelievably quick response. That's the kind of thing, folks, that I'm working on now a lot. So, all right, I'll be back with a whole bunch of news stories after this word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be. All right, back at a couple of things before I actually get to the to the news today. Uh, I did hear from our friend Lynn over there on the Nile River cruise. And by the way, if you're listening to this via the podcast, you can always get the uh, uh, link in the description of the podcast to check out anytime I put up some clips or uh, uh, pictures, which I'm doing getting ready to do right now. Um, our friend Lynn is on a uh, Nile River cruise, and they had a bunch of hot air uh, balloon uh, riders, uh, one of the excursions. And what she said was this was an unbelievably spiritual silence in a balloon, on a hot air balloon. I found that an interesting um, statement. I'm not sure I could do that. Hot Air Tom did it. Obviously, we know that. And that's what it looks like going over some, obviously, some very heavy areas. But this was a, a hot air balloon flight over the Valley of the Kings in the Nile River Basin. That's pretty awesome, I think. All right, so now on with the news for today. As tension in Eastern Europe have mounted in recent days, culminating with, of course, the invasion of Ukraine on the 23rd, cruise line have closely monitored the situation and the possibility of itinerary changes and port cancellations. Norwegian was the first major cruise line to cancel all calls to St. Petersburg, Russia, for the remainder of 2022, 
The popular port of Kahl is in northeastern Russia on the Baltic Sea and is commonly included in sailings exploring northern Europe and Scandinavia. By making this decision right away, Norwegian also has more time and greater flexibility to adjust itineraries and make alternative uh, alternate alternate arrangements before other regional ports of call become fully booked and unable to accommodate another visiting ship. This change will affect a number of sailings in the coming month, including voyages from Norwegian Getaway, Norwegian Dawn, Norwegian Prima, and several other ships. Impacted sailings have already been adjusted on Norwegian's website. Region 7 Seas and Oceana Cruises, which are both part of the Norwegian Cruise Line Holdings Corporation, have likewise announced the cancellation of Russian and Ukrainian ports of call for the 2022 itineraries. One major cruise, uh, other major cruise lines are also watching the situation closely. Uh, Earlier, Yesterday, actually, even before Norwegian's announcement, Kennard and P&O Cruises UK released identical statements from their official social media accounts. Quote, in light of the current situation involving in the Ukraine, we continue to monitor the situation closely and we will amend itineraries as necessary following guidance. And they all say, folks, the the normal line of our top priority is compliance, environmental protection, and the health, safety, and well-being of our guest crew members, shoreside employees, and people in the places we touch. I mean, that's clearly the, the impetus of all of the cruise lines. UK Cruise Line Saga recently rerouted an upcoming Black Sea cruise. Celebrity sent a message to their guests booked on cruises scheduled to St. Petersburg. And the, the message said, with the recent events, it's increasingly uncertain if we can visit St. Petersburg as scheduled. At this time, it's celebrity's intention to sail to St. Petersburg. However, they have secured alternate ports should changing the itinerary be the best pass, uh, path forward? Or the following options are available to the guests. Remain on this sailing knowing that the plans will always have your safety or number one priority to celebrity. As always, you, uh, you have crews with confidence available to you where you can opt in for a future cruise credit to be used on another sailing. If you have previously applied a global suspension future cruise credit on this sailing, the new cruise with confidence credit will include the previous credit that was based on their cruise fare. The bonus 25% will be issued at a separate credit. Your certificates will have an expiration date of one year from uh, the cruise original start date, or should you wish to change your ship and sail date at the prevailing rate, they'll gladly help you switch. Additionally, if you do end up changing your itinerary, they'll offer you the opportunity to cancel for a full refund. So, Celebrity is at least saying, you know, here's the options you can do and keep a cruise uh, booked, or we will allow you to cancel for a full refund. I think you're going to hear a similar thing coming from every cruise line uh, in the next today and tomorrow. I'm sure they're all going to say virtually the same thing. MSC Group's new luxury cruise line, Explora Journeys, is one step closer to reality. Today, that was actually uh, early today, this morning, the keel was officially laid for its first ship, Explora One. In keeping with the maritime tradition, a coin ceremony was held where two newly minted coins were placed inside the ship block 
for blessing and good fortune of the vessel. Two long-standing employees representing the shipyard and the ship owner acted as godmothers for the ceremony. Alessandra Fontana, chief marketing officer for Explora Journeys, and Esther Fugazi, head of general services for Fincantieri. The inaugural cruise of Explorer One is expected in May of 2023. All right, the little teaser that I threw in the middle of this, what do Greece, Egypt, Australia, Dubai, and Singapore have in common? They're all the new destinations for resilient ladies, 14 and 15 night itineraries starting October 2023. You'll get three different chances to sail around the across the world on Virgin Voyages. Uh, the resilient lady, of course, is the new the third ship coming out. Uh, the first is a 14-night Athens to Dubai sailing, sailing on uh, October 22nd, 2023. The second is a 15-night sailing from Dubai to Singapore, sailing November the 5th, 2023. And finally, 15 nights uh, sailing from Singapore to Sydney, Australia, sailing on November 20th, 2023. I contacted... Uh, Amigo Martin uh, over there in uh, in Manchester, England, uh, as soon as I saw this, because I know he's on the inside with uh, Virgin Voyages currently uh, to get uh, information on pricing and so forth. They're not bad. They're, I mean, it's a little steep. You know, Virgin is a little higher price because of what you get. Uh, however, it's not necessarily undoable. So the solo uh, add-on is 50%. So that's at least better than double. Uh, it's not 100% add-on, but 50% add-on. Um, but still, very interesting, very interesting uh, destinations for Virgin. And I think that's awesome. Meanwhile, a section of the fourth Virgin Voyages cruise ship was floated out at Vincantieri Shipyard in Castellamare, Castellamare de Stabia, Italy. A small ceremony was held uh, with the breaking of a bottle of champagne against the block, which is now sailing to Genoa for final assembly. In Kentieri, a shipyard announced it has signed the $700, $700 million, million pound agreement with Virgin Voyages for the construction of the fourth ship, which will be delivered at the end of 2023. The new vessel, of course, will be a sister ship to Scarlet Lady, Valent Lady, and Resilient Lady. The fourth ship, as of today, is unnamed. That is subject to change quickly. Norwegian Cruise Line has announced changes to the vaccination policy that will go into effect for sailings beginning March the 1st. As of that date, unvaccinated children under the age of 12 will be allowed to sail on all the ships in Norwegian's fleet. The cruise line will not be requiring booster shots at this time, However, it has opted into the highly vaccinated level for the Center for Disease Control's latest guidance. That said, Norwegian pointed out in a letter to travel advisors that cruisers should keep in mind that many countries, especially Europe, also require guests who have been fully vaccinated for more than a certain number of months to be boosted as well as to visit. This means that although Norwegian Cruise Line as a brand will not be requiring the kids under 12 are vaccinated, some destinations along its itineraries may have stricter vaccination requirements. As a result, it's possible that some places visited by a ship will have rules in place that require boosters or even pre-disembarkation testing. 
March 1st is also the date when Norwegian will stop requiring the guests wear masks while on board its ships. They do, however, continue to recommend that masks be worn in indoor locations when not actively eating or drinking or in outdoor situations where social distancing is not possible. So Norwegian is making a major change in both vaccination and the masking policies. They're still going to require the pre cruise testing. Uh, they're not going to do it themselves. They're going to, it's going to be like the Avid test that I've taken numerous times now and have several more here, but uh, they're going to still require that before uh, you're allowed on one of the Norwegian ships. AIDA Cruise's second vessel to be powered by LNG, that's liquefied natural gas, of course, AIDA Cosma will arrive for its first ever call in Hamburg, Germany, today, actually. The milestone arrival will officially welcome the ship into the AIDA fleet with a special greeting from AIDA Prima and plans for the ship's inauguration. The ship's official christening and ceremonial maiden voyage is not until April the 9th. So they still got some planning to do on that one. Tui Cruises canceled the current voyage on the cruise ship Mindship 1, a four-night round-trip voyage from Oslo to Bremer, Bremerhaven. The cruise line said it was due to technical issues with the ship's stabilizers. The cruise is canceled so repairs could be made to the vessel. According to Tui's cruise, Tui Cruises' statement, the technical problems had already occurred briefly during the previous voyage. At this moment, it's not clear how long repairs will take, and the possibility of further sailings will be affected. They will announce as soon as they know. So, Mindshift One's current cruise, which was scheduled to sail today, has been canceled. International Airlines Group has reported a statutory operating loss of 2.8 billion pounds. For 2021. While still in the red, the figure is a marked improvement from the 7.5 billion lost in 2020. Passenger capacity of the group was up 50, was at 58% of levels seen during 2019 for the final quarter of the year, up 43% in quarter three. For the full year, the figure was at 36% of the 2019 capacity. So that's going to kind of wrap up the news for today. Let's see who's over here in the chat room. Uh, Wasn't that me? All right. So uh, we know hot air time. Jack's here. Oh, yeah. Hot air. I meant to tell you that hot air time is currently in Facebook jail. I see he uh, uh, is actually posting uh, that uh, via. YouTube, since he's in Facebook jail, uh, he, uh, he told Nanak of the North something that uh, he shouldn't have said about uh, certain things. And Facebook caught him and locked him up alongside of former President Trump and other people that have gotten too political at times. Amy's with us. Hi, Amy. Bonnie's with us. Hi, Bonnie. Haven't seen you for a while. Hope you're feeling better. Cindy's here. Hot Air says uh, New England or Manhattan. We also have Chesapeake uh, Chowder. Chesapeake Chowder I like. I probably... I probably like... New England the best, but I like all three. Um, and I don't mind Manhattan. I prefer the others. That would be my least favorite, but I, man, it's clam chowder. I'm going to eat it. I don't care. Doesn't matter. 
Bonnie says, just, just bad boy. Todd there, Tom. Bonnie says she's taking a Facebook break, trying to give my wrist some time to heal. Nikki's with us. She says, Good morning to everybody. She asked Jack how it feels to be back at sea. Uh-oh. Amy's throwing one at me that I'm not familiar with. I love clam chowder, but my favorite is Quahog chowder. It's a Rhode Island thing. I don't know what a Quahog is, uh, Amy. I, and I've been to Rhode Island a bunch of times, but that one's that one's over my head. You're gonna have to tell us what a Quahog is. Is it like a clam or an another similar mollusk? Is that what they're called? Whatever a clam is. Technically, Kenneth says we're getting off at 845, flying to Los Angeles. Can't wait to get on the Majestic. Heard very good things about the ship, plus off to warmer weather. It's been cold, like 50 degrees or colder. Yeah, I'm going into San Francisco. I was watching that the temperatures weren't the best, Kenneth. So, Nikki asked uh, Bonnie how her wrist is. Scoot around used to rent recliner chairs, the type that help you stand up for use in your cabin. Maybe it would help you to keep your legs elevated. Well, yeah, I, could, I do that just on bed too. I mean, I yeah, I have a recliner here. So that I'm watching TV or something, but uh, you know, we'll see what this the test yesterday said. As the test was a lot worse than I thought, by the way, folks, because they have the one thing and, and they dug it into my chest a lot that was painful. So uh, yeah, it was um, a little rougher than I thought. And I have no idea what it showed. They also gave me a, an IV and ran some bathrooms so the, the images were a little clearer. So, uh, anyway, that's uh, that's where that stands. Bonnie says the cast came off yesterday. Stitch is staying for another week. She started physical torture yesterday, but the wrist is 80% better. I can use my right hand again. That's good. <clears throat> Kenneth says we met a we met a couple that will be on the 180 day cruise. Wow. I wonder if they'd adopt me. That would be cool. We did our PCR test last night and they both tested negative. That's always a concern. Every time I've taken, you know, I, I took while I was gone this last time, I took nine tests total, and I was concerned every, on every one. That, oh my God, what happens if I'm test you know, positive? No, negative on all of them. So, Bonnie says, Princess has always brought me a wheelchair to the curb where I drop off my luggage and take me through security and check in up the green. Yeah. I mean that's happened to me on several, you know, a lot of cruises as well. But these are issues now that's is creeping up more and more. I mean MSC was totally a different, um, and now you know we've got two issues at two different ports with two different people with Royal Caribbean, and they have a policy in place. So it's obviously something that we have to to be aware of and work on and continue to not let people get off on doing this. That's the main thing is I want everybody to know that there is in fact a policy in place. And if somebody gives you that crap, don't let them. So 
it, you know, it was a whole lot different set of circumstances with MSC. MSC didn't wasn't doing anything they didn't think wrong. Well, they got the right person, and he realized that that policy needed changing, and he got it changed. Kenneth said, we looked at the forecast for the stops. They're supposed to be 85 degrees. Hope it stays that way. Yeah, that that'd be nice. I've talked to onboard staff about debarking. They assured me I would be escorted through customs. Yeah, and through customs and to the curb, to whatever your transportation is, Jack. Uh, that, that curb business works on both sides of the issue. So uh, don't let the customs official officials shortchange you because they're going to, the, the cruise line has to hand you off to the customs folks to go get your luggage and all that. Um, but they, they will take you to the, to your next transportation, whatever it be, somebody picking you up or to get to your car or whatever this is the case is um, or a bus or transportation, I mean, whatever the situation is for you uh, down there in uh, Galveston. Kenneth says, we want to move south where will there be no more snow. Well, I don't blame you. Uh, did you manage to avoid icy weather in Texas? That does not include moving to the garage pickup point. There may be several yards from the closest curbside drop-off point. That's true. You, okay. Yeah, that's that's that can be an issue for uh, for when you're traveling solo. I'm not sure how that's going to work out yet because I have not been in a situation where I drove that I'm going to find out about coming up both at Port Canaveral and over there at Galveston. I'm going on the same ship Jack's on the, uh, right now on the 28th of March. So he's paving the way for the old fat travel guy. So I'm hopefully, hopefully we'll have all these issues worked out by the time I get there and it'll just go smooth sailing for me. That'd be nice. Cindy says, love hearing about and seeing everyone's cruises. I'll be on Independence of the Seas Monday. Can't wait. We can't wait for you to be there either. So everybody's saying to enjoy your cruise. Sex is cold, but not icy. I use covered parking with shuttle to the pier. Don't, don't need in the garage. Uh, okay, shuttle. So there's a shuttle back to the the garage, I assume. Yeah, there should be. Jack says, I don't drive anymore, so I have someone drive me right up to the curb. My druggage drop-off and have the wheelchair assist me from there at, yep, at Port Everglades. Okay. That's what it's supposed to be. All I can say is that our air hawk takes care of car to gate and gate to terminal to ship with no help needed. All right. Well, it's hot air time. That's great. I, and I'm glad. That's awesome. But we're, we're working on those of us that have different circumstances that have been thrown some barriers. We want to work those barriers out for everybody else. I think it's terrific that you're in a situation where you, you and Cindy don't have to you, to worry about that. That's awesome. Bonnie says you can take the forty pound air hawk out of the trunk for Cindy. I can't lift forty pounds anymore. 
40 pounds would be, now I can, I could lift the 40 out. Um, I have a scooter that, that's 56 that I can lift off and on my rack. And then I will, I'm going to take the scooter with me on the trips for hotels. Uh, but then when I'm actually in the port, I will put the scooter inside the car as opposed to being left outside on the, my rack on the back. Um, but yeah, so hot air picture what would happen if Cindy was having or chose to travel solo. You know, I travel solo. Jack happens to be with family this week, so he's got someone to help, which is another issue um, that I want to talk to Ron about when I get a chance to talk to him. And that's when you're solo on a scooter, opening the door to the cabin and getting in and out with the scooter without the door banging your arms to death. They need, it's one thing to have a nice, accessible room, but maybe they can come up with a door that's not as heavy uh, with the air. I realize some of that is because of air pressure differences. But anyway, that's sometimes the cabins are a, a bit, the cabin doors are a bit heavy if you're on a scooter and you're reaching across trying to unlock and open the door and get the scooter inside. Now, again, I'm in a situation where if I'm going to be in the cabin a short period of time, I can, I'll leave the, I'll leave the scooter in the hallway, even though they don't want you to do that. I just park it at the door, open the door, and I can walk in and walk across my cabin because I am, you know, I have partial mobility. If I was completely disabled, that'd be a different set, set of circumstances. When you travel solo, that door can be a pain in the butt. So that's one of the things I want to, you know, want to talk to Ron whenever I get a chance to talk to him. Is there anything we can do to make the doors lighter on the accessible cabins somehow? And then it might be something simple like adjusting the automatic air. I don't know how those things work. But anyway. That's another issue that uh, that Jack raised as well. Um, so it's another one to bring up. However, the important one was uh, forcing us to walk. And that one is, you know, let's crawl before we walk. So that one is being worked on. We'll worry about the other ones later on. Cruising is fun anytime. Good morning. Good to have you with us. Quahog is in the clam family. Okay, thank you, Amy. That's a new one to me. Kenneth says, uh, Princess reimbursed you the $140 PCR test. So I would check with your cruises and show them a receipt. We showed them our email. We have our name on it and they gave us the money. Very nice. That's great news. Oh, Hot Air Tom has been released from jail. Okay, then behave, Hot Air Tom. <laughs> yeah, don't make silly statements on Facebook. It's going to get your butt in trouble. So, Bonnie says, I may have booked a cruise on Princess to Alaska at the end of September. Last cruise of the season, and then I can see my family in Seattle, too. Very nice. Jack says, my room steward will come and open the door. Yeah, that's, I mean, so will my room stewards have always done that for me when they're there. But what happens if they're cleaning somebody else's room or they're at lunch or they're, you know, downstairs uh, in the crew cabins asleep. Um, especially with, 
you know, I have crazy hours that I keep. Number one, I'm a, uh, you know, I'm an early bird, way ri I rise earlier than most people and go in search of coffee from, you know, way earlier than I ever see my room steward. And then depending on, on nights, uh, if I go to the shows um, or if I want to film like in one of the, the nightclubs or the comedy uh, clubs or you know, any of the things you do at night. I mean, so yeah, I could be from ridiculously early in the morning to later at night than a lot of people. And I still have to get that scooter in and out of the, of the room. So yeah, you not, don't necessarily have your access to your, your room steward. Uh, so I'm looking beyond the room steward to, to come up with, you know, the cruise line's doing something better for the, the mobility challenge community. That's you know, the bottom line. Uh, most of the cruise lines have the rubber door stops to keep the door open. Yeah. Except if you're on the scooter already, you're going in, you've got to reach across, get the door open, push it open to get to the stop and get it in place while you're still trying to ride, ride the scooter. It, it can get a little dicey at times. So. Princess Medallion helps a lot with opening doors. Ooh, I hadn't thought about Princess Medallion. Yeah, that'll be that's that uh, that would definitely help uh, because that, that opens it automatically. But it doesn't open it necessarily all the way. It just unlocks it. Um, you know, my issue is is with, and quite frankly, it's the weight of the door. And when I'm trying to get the scooter in, did I end up banging my, I mean, you know, I bruised terribly at my age and the skin's getting thinner and thinner. So it cuts easily, but definitely I bruised like ridiculously easy. Um, and I'm trying to get the scooter through and the door slams into my arm or, you know, so I end up with, they're pretty much cleared now. But, you know, I had bruises all over me when I came back from my cruises because I kept banging my arms on crap. So, anyway, I vote we suggest cruise lines install Star Trek style doors. Yeah, that would be terrific if they did that. I mean, I realize they're not going to do that. We had problems. We had problems pushing Cindy's chair in while uh, holding the door. The door is just is just in the way. Yeah, it's it's clumsy. That at best it's clumsy. Bonnie says I just clap plow through the door with the scooter. If it's open a little, I keep my elbows in. Yeah, but Bonnie, you're what are you? A fourth my size. I'm a big fat guy, remember? I hang over the scooter. What can I say? You know? You're skinny enough. You can get your skinny little butt inside the edges of the scooter and, and you know, knock the damn door open. Now, unfortunately, I don't fit into the skinny category. Keep in mind, I'm a big fat guy. I know some of you don't know that, but I am. What can I say? All right, guys. I've enjoyed this. That's going to wrap me up for today. As always, guys, uh, you know, it's been a terrific day. Good show. Um, Jack, <laughs> I hope you enjoy the rest of your cruise. Keep me posted on on things about the, that I need to know about uh, Adventure of the Seas. I mean, that's the terrific information. And, you know, and what I'm going to do, a, I'm going to do one of my reports on your um, uh, your dinner the other night. That's totally inaccessible. Well, you know, that's they need to say that. 
So you don't waste your time and money and effort, you know, booking uh, that nice fancy dinner and then just find out it's inaccessible. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. As always, appreciate you being here. Um, and if you're new to this channel, we have do this silliness every day, six days a week, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, where we talk about the latest in travel and cruise industry news. So uh, we appreciate the thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. It doesn't cost anything. Helps the channel out a bunch and continues with our growth. So I'm not going to tell you I'm trying to grow to 13 million subscribers. But I'd sure like to see 10,000 one of these days. So anyway, that's going to wrap me up for today. As always, guys, stay safe. Stay healthy. Think about cruising. And one of these days, hopefully, we'll all meet on the high seas. Later, y'all. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner. Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.